You're tuned in to season two of the Britney Smith podcast. This season, we're talking about all things branding and business building for the female entrepreneur. We've got experts on everything from Facebook groups to trademarking. You're going to want to take notes. So sis, get your beverage, your pen, and your Britney Smith podcast notebook and take some notes because it's about to go down. Stay tuned. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Brittany Smith podcast. I'm your host, Brittany N. Smith, and I am so, so excited. I know I say that every single episode, but I really am excited about every single episode because I know that I know that I know I am bringing you guys quality people. These are quality, qualified people um, who are really in a position to talk about their specific task or not task, but their specific area of expertise. And so I'm, I'm really hype about today's episode because you guys know if you were anybody listening on episode if you listened to season one, you know we were focusing on mamapreneurs. That was our focus. I had just um, been in the hospital and had a baby fresh out of the hospital doing season one. And so there was a lot of focus around mamapreneurs and the business side and the mom side and how do we juggle it all. And so today I have my new friend, Miss Jamie Coleman, and she is going to talk about all of that with us today. She is the founder, the CEO of Mom's Freedom Maker. Um, and so she is living that. She's living the business side. She's living the mama side and she's balancing it all. And she's in the position to help us understand how we can do that as well. So Jamie, thank you so much for joining us today. Brittany, thank you so much for having me on the show. I cannot wait to dive in today. So excited. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, so ladies, as you are listening or watching, I've already told you at the beginning of the episode that you need to have a Brittany and Smith podcast notebook because all of these episodes in this season are going to be working episodes. What I mean by that is you need to take notes because you're going to have homework or there's going to be something that you can apply right now um, that you're going to want to write down. So get your notebooks out because we're getting ready to get into it. So Jamie, tell us in your words who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I'm very excited to dive in here. And Mom's Freedom Maker just like scratches the surface. I feel like I've been an entrepreneur since the day I was born. I, to be honest, never knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. Everybody would always ask me and I was like a deer in the headlights. I didn't know. I knew I didn't really want to go down the traditional path. I didn't have plans to go to college. I was homeschooled growing up because I really just, I didn't feel like a normal kid in a way. And so I feel like my story has always been kind of different, but it's evolved now into this incredible mission of helping other people really find what are you passionate about? What are you put on this earth to actually do and bring to the world? And how do you take that passion, that purpose and build a business around it so you can make a living from it. And then how do you take that and put a mission behind it that drives you to actually increase your impact on the world? So that's really my mission is helping women step into this role and really figure out what that passion is. So absolutely love that. I started my first business at 15 years old. So I've been in this whole entrepreneurship world for a while, but loving every step of the way. Awesome. That's phenomenal. Um, And I definitely resonate with that. I never felt normal. (laughs) 
like I feel like that could be that sounds like a book to me. Um, so I don't know if you've got, you know, if you need to be writing a book or something, but that sounds like a book. I never felt normal. Um, and, and you could talk about living a life of who am I while having to actually be somebody at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's definitely a real thing, that dichotomy of not being sure, but still having to show up as someone, you know? And so I feel like oftentimes we just pick a persona. (laughs) We kind of just, you know, allow people to label us. We allow what we do to define who we are. Um, And sometimes that gets us stuck in like a pigeonhole, right? Um, You know, so I definitely identify with that. I've always felt like, um, even with the entrepreneurial spirit, Um, I never felt like I'm supposed to work for someone, you know, every job that I've ever had, I would get about six months in and be like, this ain't it. This is just not, (laughs) this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and so I love that one that you started with this entrepreneurial journey at 15, like that's phenomenal. Um, you know, and then two that you really carried it throughout you know, your entire life up until this point. Um, so, so tell us about that because like the entrepreneurial journey, it, it, it's so fascinating. It's multifaceted. It's like literally a journey. Like there's highs, there's lows, there's mountain, there's valleys, there's, you know, um, ferocious lions that show up, right. These obstacles that, that show up. So tell us more about your entrepreneurial journey. Oh, it's been full of those ups and downs, peaks and valleys, like It's been a long journey, to be honest, but a lot of it has been wrapped around a personal development journey and a personal development story because I found just that's the one way to level up your business is leveling up your most most important asset, which I believe is yourself and spending times on the things that truly move the needle towards the life that you're after. So a lot of my work has been, okay, what is my true North star? What is the mission that I have for this one precious life that I was given? And how do I create a path that's going to get me there? And along that way, there will be checkpoints, right? Which are like the highs and the lows. And those are the goals along this journey. And my whole aim here has just been to make sure that these goals and checkpoints are on that path leading to that North star. So that's been my goal yeah. in regards to the downs. Oof. <laughs> um, there's definitely been a lot of those. I mean, just like with every other entrepreneur, it's like you could put this vision board up on your wall because you know what you want. You understand the things that you're after, but it's hard to realize all of the roadblocks that are going to come up along that path. So I've started to realize that it's almost more important to visualize these other things that are going to come up along your journey, just to accept the fact that they're normal and they don't actually hold you back on your journey to success. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, And I think one of the things that came to mind when you were talking about your goals and the the different things that need to line up was alignment, you know, and, and even that, like having the understanding that, not everything that comes your way is for you, but having enough knowing in yourself to know what is for you um, and not being afraid to feel that out, right? Like, you know, not being afraid to fail. I feel like um, sometimes us as women, we are conditioned for that perfection. We're conditioned to overachieve and try to get it right all the time. And so um, a lot of times we're we're not prone to be risk takers, 
right? Like that's something that we have to either, you know, kind of get after ourselves and like make ourselves become risk takers. But most times we're not naturally conditioned to be risk takers. Um, And so what you described really is like, I'm taking my life into my own hands and I'm going to figure this thing out. So that's, that's super powerful, super powerful. Um, so, so along that journey, along that road, um, because you talked about when you were um, telling people what you do, you talked about really finding out what your purpose is. So what were some of the, uh, the signs or the breadcrumbs as you were trying to figure things out? Like, what were some of the things that kind of indicated like, oh, this might be purpose? Like, how did you kind of figure that out? You know, I remember Googling how to combine your skills, passions, and expertise to build a business that you're passionate about. Because for the longest time, I was just selling products online, which didn't really light me up. So what I did was I just wrote down my skills, wrote down my passions, wrote down my expertise. And I was like, I tend to overthink a lot. And so in the beginning, I was like, how, like, how is this a business? Like, how can I monetize all these things that are up on this board? And I thought I had that imposter, not imposter syndrome, that shiny object syndrome, where Mm -hmm. I would try to start a business here, try to do something here, try to do something here for all of these different items that were up on that board. And I'm like, there's gotta be something that acts as an umbrella that would combine as many of these things up on this board as possible. Right. And so I went and I basically spider graph them all together. And I realized that I needed to start using my voice to create this type of movement. And that's where my podcast mom's freedom maker was actually born. It was out of that awareness that in using my voice, it could really hit as many marks as possible And that it was really time to go from being behind the computer screen 24 seven, what felt like to getting on the other side and going to become a content creator and put myself out there a little bit more. That that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, and, and no, and I love that you really gave the visual of how you pieced it together. Um, because you're right. Like there are lots of people out there like, Oh, what do you want to do? Or, or, you know, the big spooky question, what's your purpose? Like, right. Like, I feel like when people say, what's your purpose? It's like, um, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Like what, like, do you want the short answer or what? Um, but you know, having a practical, I feel like this is a good learning moment, a practical way of kind of identifying those themes in our lives. Right. Like, so for example, I am a brand designer and strategist. I do graphic design, web design, brand strategy. Really, I can do like everything that's creative that has to do with visual and branding and business. I do that. But I didn't, I was, I didn't wake up one day and say, I would like to be a brand designer. Like I didn't know what that was. And so when I look back over the, the, the puzzle pieces, if you will, um, there was, there was always creativity. I was always into things that were creative. I I always had a knack for for technology, like softwares and figuring those things out. I always loved and had a passion for supporting other people in their endeavors, right? And so when, like you said, you kind of spider graph everything together and it's like, oh, this does make sense. I am a creative supporter of people. And so if I can support you with creativity in any way, like if you need a jingle, I'm going to sing you a jingle. If you need a t-shirt for your business, I'm going to create that t-shirt. If you need a a, a slogan, because you're not quite sure how to tie it all together, I create it. So um, 
I want you ladies, as you're listening to this, if you're unsure of who you are, or you're unsure of your purpose in this earth and what you're supposed to be doing with your life, I want you to look at the puzzle pieces that have been left behind by your experiences throughout your past. Um, many of us like, oh, I just want to help people. Okay, that's cute. But like help them how, right? And so, you know, well, people always come to me for advice and people always come to me when they're feeling down and they always come to me to cheer them up. Like maybe you're supposed to be a therapist. Maybe you're supposed to be a comedian, right? Like, you know, so at least you can narrow it down to the different areas um, that make sense for the puzzle pieces that you've collected over the course of your life. Um, so I want you guys to do that, do that work. I want you to do that homework and kind of map that out and just see what happens. You know, maybe you are on par with your purpose, or maybe you're over here doing accounting work when you should be working with children. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so Jamie, tell us, um, because on the journey to figuring out your purpose, there are moments where we get it wrong. Right. There are moments where we find ourselves in, in spaces and positions and we just know that this is not right for us. Um, so what were some of the like, what are some red flags since red flags are in right now? What are, what are some of the red flags um, that someone might be able to identify, um, you know, that they're not in living or not living their purpose? Rather, I would say I actually just put a podcast episode out about this. So I love this topic so much. Honestly, if you feel like you're living for the weekend, if you aren't motivated to wake up and start your day and you just feel like something's off, like you're not really using your creative energy, you're not feeling like you can get into a type of flow state with the work that you're doing, or you just straight up feel burnt out all the time. I mean, those are all red flags and signs that you might not be aligned with your purpose, your soul's purpose on this earth. And honestly, it should be addressed. I think a lot of times people feel like they're trapped or they're stuck in a certain situation and you're not, you're not. It's been proven time and time again that you can forge your own path, especially with this beautiful internet that we have at our fingertips. It's just this starting point is figuring out what this actually looks like and kind of back touching on, I want to make sure that I brought this up too. When you're kind of mapping out these passions, skills, and expertise that you have, know that while something that you love might be listed, it might not be directly linked to what you're doing, but it's going to be a part of it. Like for me, I right. really love graphic design, but it's like, I'm not a graphic designer, but I do graphic design with my posts and my social media. And so just look at how it links together in that way as well. But I hope that answers your question. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Even And even to the point that you just made, you know, while I am a brand designer and strategist, um, I, graphic design is not like, oh, I love it. I just want to do it every day. Like just, I just love graphic design. Not really. I love to create. And I love to support people in their businesses. So the graphic design that I do, the web design that I do is just a byproduct of my creativity and my desire to support people. So you're absolutely right. Um, and um, I think it will be helpful as you ladies are mapping these things out to have a soundboard, have someone that you know, that you trust, that maybe even a little more experienced in life <laughs> um, to be able to bounce these things off of because clarity comes from engagement. Mm -hmm. So the more you talk it out, 
the more clarity you'll start to get um, as long as you talk it out with the right person who can understand what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave that there because that could be a whole, a whole nother, a whole nother thing. Um, so yeah, no, that that's awesome. Those red flags that you gave were, were on point. Um, and, and I just wanted to drive that point home as well. Like ladies, it's 2021. Like, I don't care if you've been in your job for 45 years, it is never too late <laughs> to shift directions. It's never too late to start something new. Um, we are one decision away from the life that we want to live. We just have to go for it. You know, there are people out there that are making millions right now just off the strength of they woke up and had an idea and decided to pursue it. Not because they had the education that they needed at the time, not because they had the startup money at the time, but because they had an idea and they went for it. So I don't know who's listening that needs to hear that, but all you have to do is say, I'm out. (laughs) You know, and obviously we have to do some practical things. Like if you're the sole breadwinner, you have to have a plan, but there's nothing preventing you from creating the plan now. Create your exit plan. I'm just going to leave that there. (laughs) Awesome. 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 So yes. So we have figured out our purpose. We have um, exited that, that dry place that we were in. We are now living the dream of entrepreneurship or living the dream of our dream job. Let's shift and talk about some of the things that, um, or some of the challenges that we face in trying to manage a household in a business or a household and a career. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's just let's just go there. What does that look like for you and how does someone begin to navigate that thing? Yeah, so it, it's like what everybody starts a business for, right? They're like, "Oh yeah, I want time freedom. I want financial freedom. I'm going to start a business." And what happens? Ooh. 9% of the time is they become the do-it-all entrepreneur, solopreneur, right? And I get it. You've got to start somewhere. You've got to start there, right? You you just do. That's part of everybody's journey as an entrepreneur, but it's how long you're going to stay stuck there. That's the question because in everybody's journey, you have to go from wearing all the hats and doing everything inside of your business to figuring out what I call is your zone of impact, which is the area that you actually started a business to run which is why that first part that we talked about in this episode is so vitally important because when you understand where your passions are and where you need to be showing up, you can remove those other hats without feeling guilty about it because the opposite is true, right? It's like when you know where you're supposed to show up every single day to have your most impact, you will start to understand that anything else that you do is a distraction from your purpose in this business. Man, that was, that was major. (laughs) That was major. And I feel like Jamie, that that's something that most entrepreneurs don't figure out until like three, four, five years. in, if they make it that far, right. Because there, I feel like the entrepreneurs that are doing a great job at entrepreneurship, make it look easy. They make it look like anybody can do it, but entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart entrepreneurship plus motherhood is not for the faint of heart. (laughs) So if you're a mama starting a business, 
this is not to deter you or discourage you, but this is some real talk right here. Like you better have a whole plan one and two, like she said, you better be clear on what you're good at because you will waste time, energy, and money and resources doing the things that you're not good at and the things that you are good at suffer. And then you're not able to make the money that you could be making in your business. I give this example all the time as a graphic designer, let me design for you. Like there's nothing noble about DIYing things if you're not decent at the D the Ding and the Ing and the Wing. <laughs> if you're not good at designing, don't be putting up any old thing talking about, yeah, I made that myself. Like there are people that are gonna like your yes men are gonna say great, but most people are just looking at that flyer like that looks horrible. You know, like it's it's just it's just really bad. And the three or four hours that you took to make that flyer would have taken me 30 minutes. So you could have paid me whatever my fee is for my 30 minute flyer. And you would have had, you know, two and a half more hours or what your whole three hours to do what you, what you were able to do. Um, and I had to learn that myself because there's something about doing it all that makes us feel proud. I do it all in my business. I do my graphics. I do my marketing. I make my content. I make the soaps. I sew the t-shirts. I count the money. I bake the cookies. And it's like, yeah, you're tired. You're burnt out. <laughs> you look a hot mess. Your product is suffering because you're trying to do everything. Um, and so, Jamie, I don't know if you um, have, you know, assistance in your business or a team or anything like that, but talk about unpack the uh, the power that you felt or feel having help and outsourcing the things that you're not good at. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, when they hear outsourcing, they're like, oh, well, I don't have the money for that. I can just run to YouTube and figure out how to do something for free. I feel like the entrepreneur in us who has that type of shiny object syndrome wants to learn and do all the things. So if this is starting to scare you, don't be scared because there's ways to outsource and make your business simpler without hiring anybody. And that's where I started was how do I eliminate the non-essential? Because a lot of things on the internet are going to help you create a really intense and way overcomplicated business model. That's just simply not necessary. And so it's thinking, how do I eliminate the non-essentials so that I can focus on what truly moves the needle and matters. And then from there, yes, how do I create just simple systems that show people my process that you can start to outsource. And yes, I do have a team because there's, I'm just, I just, my business is different than anybody who's listening to this, right? I'm very impact driven. I have huge, huge major goals for this business in affecting hundreds of thousands of people. So I need a team behind me to do that. But if you don't have like huge impactful, you know, help a hundred thousand, 200,000 people, then you might not need a team. It might just be, how do you systematize your own schedule so that you can prioritize what you need to every single day? That's the key. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that we have kind of a, a good variety of, of people who are listening, um, you know, and I think also that there are some people who um, may still be in um, startup form, but do have that vision. Like, look, I want to, I want to impact hundreds of thousands of people too. I want to help people live their best life. I want to help, you know, I want my designs to reach all over the world and I want to design things for Kings and princes, you know, like, so, so yeah, no, I think that that's awesome because now they're like, Oh, 
I'm sitting here listening to someone who's doing that, you know? Um, And it sounds like the application is the same in terms of identifying what is non-essential, identifying what you can delegate that somebody else can do and doing that. Um, and, And so to further that point, you can use something like Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R. Like if you really, you know, want to just get your feet wet in outsourcing things, outsource your graphics to somebody on Fiverr. They do graphics, they do website stuff, they do voiceovers, they do intro, outro videos for YouTube, like they do everything. Um, and, you know, and obviously you get what you pay for, so you have to kind of do some real vetting there, but it's a great place to start. Um, and Jamie, you mentioned one of my favorite words, which is systems. I love systems. I love teaching systems because it makes a difference. You cannot scale your business without systems. If you're just waking up like, oh, I have three orders today. Let me just throw these orders together. Like, and you don't have any tracking system. You don't have a product development system. You don't have a social media content system. Like you can have systems for the different parts of your business. And like you said, they don't have to be complicated. A system literally is, what do I do every time in this particular area? So that way, when you bring on a teammate, you can say, teammate, this is what I do every time we get an order. This is what happens. And then they can take the vision and run with it so that you don't have to think about it. And so I, I literally am onboarding a new VA. Um, so this will be her second week working with me. And I got to be honest, like even though we're talking systems and outsourcing and all of that, it is a challenge letting go of some things when you're used to doing everything yourself. You know, it's a challenge, like even just, you know, handing over the passwords and handing over, you know, okay, they're going to start creating things. Okay. They're going to start identifying and, and communicating with clients. Like you have, this is a part of that journey, right? Like, you know, you may start your, your um, employee experience or team experience on a high. You may start it on a low, like there is a great learning curve sometimes when it comes to bringing people on. But once you get your flow together, it is going to make a tremendous difference in what you're doing and how you're doing it. And it's important that you feel good about your business. Like who wants to leave a job they hate to start a business and work a business that they hate? Like (laughs) that is, that's not, that's not the goal. Um, You know, so, so that's something, some, some things to keep in mind um, that you can probably afford to outsource something, you know, even if it's not hiring a full-time anybody, I have my VA for a couple hours a week and, and we're doing that until, you know, things increase. Like I hired her so we could increase the operation and, and move forward and move further. So that is awesome. So, so tell us in terms of work-life balance, because I think that's kind of where we were. <laughs> we kind of took a little bit of a, a slide to the left. Um, tell us some of the practical things that you do to balance your work and your life, like just things that we can maybe even start today. Yeah, it's see, and I'm not sure if like true balance exists just because like today I could do the same exact thing that I'm going to do tomorrow, feel in balance today and out of balance tomorrow. So I'm not sure, but I like to work in the flow state. So it's like, you guys have all felt it before. Maybe you enjoy to write or speaking is where you get into flow, but it's like the whole rest of the world kind of disappears and you can just riff. Like for me, that's my voice. That's why I have a podcast. It's because that's my way to get into flow 
and what I love to do, right? So it's working in that type of flow state. And that's in every single aspect of your life, right? So something actionable that you could do right now is really taking advantage of your bookends. So your morning and your night. It's how, if you have kids running around that typically run into your room, jump on the bed, wake you up, and then your whole day just kind of like gets torn away from you. If you're dealing with that right now, it's really great to basically force yourself in the beginning to wake up earlier. I mean, give yourself an hour where you can do whatever the hell you want. I mean, it can be to just take a shower. It could be to read, to meditate, do yoga, like just something that's going to make you feel like you took back control of your day. I feel like that, like if I ever miss that, there are days that I sleep in and my baby wakes me up crying. I feel like my entire day gets ripped out of my hands in an instant. And so that motivates me every day to wake up because I, that time to me is so sacred. Same thing at night. If you're watching TV and basically just crawling right into bed afterwards, it's how can you take back control of your evening too and do it more intentionally rather than passively, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so that's a huge thing to get into work-life flow. But in regards to working from home, because I'm sure a lot of the a lot of people listening right now are kind of trying to balance kids running around and running a business, which yes. <laughs> mine just got home from the, the nanny. So if you hear them in the background. Yes. Well, you just true. saw mine a couple of seconds ago, sneaking up yeah. <laughs> behind me. So yes. <laughs> but it's like, I feel when I, before I had the baby and was working at home, it was really like, how do you work during nap time so that you can take complete control of your life. And if you hear him crying, his dad's taking care of him. It's his nap time. So that should quiet down. Real life is happening right now. Yes. I've- yes. It's fine. And, and that's, that's, and that's what we want. We want real, we want the real here. Uh, because I, I promise you every mama who works can identify with this whole situation right here. Like I've had podcast episodes where I'm literally holding my newborn, you know, and she's like, yeah, like right on the recording. And I'm like, Hey guys, Ryan says, hello, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's totally fine. You're absolutely right. And I'm, I'm glad that you, you identified the word flow because, um, typically I normally use the word rhythm as well, um, as opposed to balance. Um, but I know that when people, they can kind of identify with work-life balance, but I like the word rhythm and rhythm and flow are kind of like the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I know that if I have the baby today, I may not get the eight items on my to-do list done, but I'm not going to let that unnerve me or make me feel like I'm crazy or I'm not productive. I just know that, like you said, at this time before the baby wakes up, I'm going to get this in and whatever I get done, it's all right. You know, giving yourself that grace to not be perfect with everything and having realistic expectations. If you like, especially if your child is very young, like they're them, I was gonna say them jokers, they are unpredictable. Like they just, they just are. And so we have to remember that our lives are really multifaceted and everything, everything connects to everything else. Um, and so we have to, we have to, like you said, when I think of flow, I'm thinking of like floating on the ocean. Right. And it's just like, yeah, it's like, okay you know, this happened, but we're just going to, we're just going to go with the flow. And I, I think that as a mom, um, that is something that we kind of, uh, innately have obviously some of us more than others, but I think that's just, that's something that we naturally do like, Oh, all right. Well now we got to shift up, oh, you know, dinner was supposed to happen. 
but the baby spit up all over everything. So now we're going to order pizza and I'm going to give the baby a bath. Like, you know, you just have to do that. And so such it is um, when you're, when you're working from home or have your business and you're doing all these different things, have a to-do list. I like to make a list at the top of the week of all the different projects that I'm supposed to be working on. Um, And then I kind of, I put them in order of priority. So that way, if I don't get to number eight, nine, and 10 this week, it wasn't pressing and it's okay. But if I do get to eight, nine, and 10 this week, then maybe I'll celebrate with some ice cream and a brownie at the end of the week because I'm killing it, right? Like, so you got to give yourself room to flow. I love that. I love that. Um, And even as I'm thinking about it, I feel like flow should be an acronym for something. Like, I don't know. We won't work that out right now. But yeah, it's it's definitely, um, I love that. I love that so much. Um, So, um, as we kind of land the plane here, uh, because we literally could be here for like a long time, um, just in this space. Um, so what are some parting things that you would like to just share with the people or with the ladies rather, um, about being a mom and having a business, having big vision, but still having real life? Like what is, what is some advice or encouragement that you would offer to that, that woman who's listening? Yeah, 100% something I'm going through right now is just that I don't have to do it alone and neither do you. Like today was the first day that we actually hired a nanny to watch our son so that I could really focus and not just get into flow, but stay in it. Yes. Because it's hard to get into flow during nap time and then be taken out of it right when he wakes up. And so I feel like it's giving yourself permission And it doesn't need to be expensive, right? There's places like care.com where you can go and hire someone for as low as $10 an hour, right? And just giving yourself a few hours a week to run your business, to go get your nails done, to just get outside by yourself. If you want to just meditate in bed, like whatever it is that you want to do, give yourself permission because moms have stacked lists and a lot of people put pressure on us to do all the things and just take that time for you because the more you can give yourself, the more you can pour into others. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 Listen, y'all, even though we have, we really pretty much kind of like talked about this type of thing a lot in the last season, it never gets old. Because we need constant reminders. One, that you're killing the game. You're doing a great job. I don't care what you feel like right now. You're doing it. That's the first thing. But two, we have to constantly be aware and mindful of ourselves and how we are doing as we are juggling these different things. You have to check in with yourself, okay? Like, I don't know, put it on your calendar, on your schedule, like to have a weekly me meeting and just kind of take your temperature. Like, am I tripping this week? Am I at peace this week? Am I feeling paced this week? And if I'm constantly in a tripping state, if I'm constantly in a uh, state, then you need to be intentional. That was another one of the things that popped into my head as you were talking about some of the things that you're doing, like with the bookends, even being intentional, taking control back over your schedule, because nobody, it's nobody else's fault that your life is a cyclone, but yours, like you have control, um, you know, and it may, I, I know that we get in places sometimes, sometimes where we feel like we're not in control, but there are parts th- that you can control, um, you know, so control with you, what you can and flow with the rest 
and just continue to live your best life to the best of your ability. Um, so this was awesome. Jamie, tell us, um, what do you have? Like, what resources do you have? Like, what can we grab today and where can we find you? Oh, absolutely. So you can <laughs> me over on Instagram. If you just search Jamie Coleman, J-A-M-I-E. K-U-L-L-M-A-N. And if anything that you've listened to resonates with you, if you go ahead and rate and review this show and you send a screenshot over to contact that sign, momsfreedommaker.com, I will actually give you a free breakthrough session, which is a one hour call with me where we can push through and help you really figure out where you are today, where you want to go. And then we're actually going to work to bridge that gap so that moving forward, you have some action steps that you can take that actually put you in greater alignment with that North star that we talked about in the beginning of the show. Awesome. Awesome. Ladies, I want you to take advantage, especially as we are, are landing the plane on 2021. Um, I think that that call would really be beneficial for you as you go into the new year. Um, you know, we always say new year, new me, but like, no, like for real this time, <laughs> you know, like for real this time, I think that that would be super beneficial to take advantage of as we go into the new year. Um, so Jamie, thank you so much for your time. Um, everything that we talked about, um, you will be able to find in the show notes, like there's going to be some highlights in there, all of Jamie's information and links are going to be in there. So I want you guys to follow her ASAP, um, because I know that she's creating content that's relevant to your everyday life. So you like, you need her in your feed every day. Um, so I want you guys to, to follow her and connect with her. Um, and listen, we will see you next Tuesday on the next episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another business who needs to hear today's show. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Branding and Networking for Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group. Don't forget to check out those show notes for all of today's important links. And we'll see you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.